Welcome to Everyday Heroes, the podcast. With each episode, we meet ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Everyday Heroes is brought to you by The Hero Builder, Enlighten Up, and AOS, The Athlete of Significance. Let's join our host as we meet today's Everyday Hero. Welcome to Everyday Heroes. Uh, that, that kind of sounds a little bit weird. We, we are actually Hero Builder Podcast, but we're just kind of rebranding our podcast to Everyday Heroes, uh, ordinary people that do extraordinary things. And uh, it, it's really kind of uh, very uh, awesome for Stacy and I because we get to talk to so many people that are really doing extraordinary things. And uh, if uh, she doesn't find one, I find one, or somebody gives us a name of somebody who is doing something extraordinary in the world, and uh, Stacy has found one of those. Stacy, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. It's a beautiful day, and I'm loving this. I love the transition that we're making to Everyday Heroes, just so we can put really that emphasis, like you said, on ordinary people that do extraordinary things in the lives of others. And I'm very honored. Today, we have a a wonderful guest with us that has a, a great program and a wonderful story, and I'm anxious to get to chat with him. That is so awesome. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, who you have uh, run into and who you're bringing on today, and I'm going to let you introduce him in just, just a minute. But along with this Everyday Heroes uh, a name that we're kind of going to, uh, one of the things I do want to let our listeners know is that it is being brought to you by the Hero Builder, and Enlighten Up, which is what uh, I do and what you do outside of the podcast uh, that we're uh, coming together to, uh, uh, to do as a team. So just so that, you, that they know that, that is uh, fantastic. So if you have been listening to Hero Builder and you think, oh, am I in the right place? You are absolutely in the right place. We are just now um, moving it to the new name, Everyday Heroes. I'm excited about it. I think that we're never going to run out of heroes. And I think the more people that we talk to, the more that reality gets brought home. There are so many fabulous people. So without further ado, Gord, I would love to bring our guest in. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Chris Lear. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Stacy. Thank you, Boyd. Uh, love what you're doing, uh, showing a spotlight on uh, the folks that are doing hero work every single day. So honored to be a part of it. Well, we are honored to have you with us. So, Chris, how about you give our audience some pleasure, let us know who you are, what you do, what your program is about, and how come that's the direction that your life took? Yeah, I'd love to tell you uh, all about it. Thanks again for the, for the chance. Uh, so I am uh, born and bred Minnesotan, uh, still up here in Minnesota. We don't have a lot of snow. Uh, but uh, we're making the best out of it. And um, from uh, my time here in Minnesota, I actually went to law school not too uh, long ago. It seems like not long ago, about 10 years ago, and uh, got into the practice of law, wanted to help people, wanted to do good work. And through my law work, I realized that a lot of what we learn as attorneys and as professionals didn't really apply to how you go out and actually do the work that you're supposed to do, help the people that you're supposed to help. And so from my career of uh, being an attorney, uh, being a 
a professor at a university for a while, uh, actually being a professional storyteller and stand-up comedian for a while. I took all of those skills and realized what a lot of lawyers, a lot of professionals need is that ability to connect with other people. And so what I've done is taken my experience and expertise in storytelling and really crafted that into a way for professionals to hone their communications, to connect, convert, conquer in their uh, chosen field. And so I help law firms and other organizations really build their communications so it's clear. And also I help them build a cohesive culture, which is the other part that we often miss, especially in law firms, also, also other organizations. I've worked with nonprofits and big corporations in building a culture that really fosters the mission that they're all about, which always comes back to serving people somehow. And so while I do communications work with people figuring out how to connect with their folks inside and outside, I also have what I do uh, called a hero, career hero training, which is based on Joseph Campbell's idea of the hero's journey, which is something that I've loved, uh, you know, studied literature uh, at Columbia University and really enjoy literature and taking that to the next level. Actually, how do we make that applicable to our careers? And so what I've done is figured out you can have this hero's journey to help you plot out your career, plot out the course of where your company is going, and use this structure that's deeply embedded in every single culture across every single timeline. There's something that resonates about it, something about the hero's journey that uh, connects with everyone, which is why I think your podcast is so great because everyone's got that hero potential. And it's just a matter of knowing the steps to take and uh, then taking the plunge, facing your fears and going for it to be your own hero. I love that. You know, I think that, Chris, when we hear the word hero, I believe that we get preconditioned through just through growing up that a hero has to be this huge dominant figure, a lot mm-hmm. of money, a lot of fame, corner office. And what we've discovered is that that's not, in fact, true. So many times right. those heroes that people identify are, in fact, ordinary people that came along and did extraordinary things in their life and opened the door to do extraordinary things in the lives of others. So I have... I applaud what you do. It is, um, it is a needed service. So many people need that opportunity to recognize they're amazing and the people around them. So I salute you for what you do. Can you share with us how people can connect with you, Chris, and to your services? Sure, absolutely. Uh, I, I applaud you for actually saying my name right. It's a little tricky. So it's uh, chrislear.com, and that's Chris, the regular spelling, and then Lear is L. U is an umbrella, ehr.com. And uh, my best email is info at chrislear.com. Again, that's L-U-E-H-R.com. And all of my uh, social media handles or business media handles are at mr.chris.lear, L-U-E-H-R, is the best way to get in touch with me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that information, you know. And people, when you get through at the end of this podcast, we'll make sure that we put that out again, and you're always welcome to come back and listen and make sure that we have that connection information for Chris. So, Chris, when you look at the path that your life has taken, and you've gone from growing up in, in Minnesota, you ended up in law school, and lots of things in between, to get to this place that you are, that you spend your time bringing out and celebrating the heroes in other people, 
that inspiration, that love for people, that need for service was given to you somehow along the way. Is there somebody that you identify in your world as a hero that might have modeled or pointed you in that direction? And why would you class them as a hero? Yeah, uh, so, so many people. And uh, when I read that question before, I thought I, so many people jumped to my mind uh, immediately. Uh, first being my wife, uh, Aviva, whom uh, when I met her, she was a single foster mom to infants. Uh, actually, when we went on our first date, she had two uh, foster toddlers, both under a year of age at home and uh, was making it work and inspired me to become a foster and adoptive father. Uh, there's also um, a, a friend and hero of mine in our community here in North Minneapolis, uh, Jesse Ross, who is a great businessman, but also finds time to uh, be really active in the local church, Sanctuary Covenant Church, uh, and uh, is a great father, great family man, and also really active in the community. Just raised uh, several thousand dollars and collected several coats, uh, several uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of coats for kids who need it. So those are the folks who immediately popped to mind as heroes that I connect with. But it was the lifelong part in the question that made me dig a little deeper and go back to the folks that uh, I really wanted to highlight who are Jack and Jen Johnson, who were my grandparents. Mm. And uh, I feel the need to really highlight them because unfortunately they um, – passed on, both of them passed on this year, uh, after very long lives. My grandma was 92, my grandpa was just about 98, and wow. they were wonderful folks. Yep, married over 70 years, if you can believe that, Stacey, 70 years. Wow. What yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to highlight them is for exactly the, the reasons you were talking about before is uh, I think too often when we think of heroes, we think of someone in a cape or someone with a little bank account or someone who's really out front um, uh, being the, the face of a movement. When I think what is really a hero, and that's why I love using the hero's journey model, is that we find that the hero is actually someone who answers the call that they hear, something that we all have inside of us, goes into that unknown and faces the fear, meets allies, meets uh, mentors along the way. No one does it alone. And ultimately faces that huge fear, comes through it, and then brings back their treasure, brings back their experience to their, uh, to their, their community. And that's what I think of when I think of my grandparents who lived through the Great Depression, who uh, my grandfather served in World War II, and it was one of these guys that you hear about in that generation who was uh, you know, eager, running to sign up and uh, fudging, uh, fudging some of the papers to make sure that he could uh, get in and serve, even though he wasn't maybe quite old enough. And uh, coming out from tiny little Wilton, North Dakota. I don't know if you ever heard of Wilton, North Dakota, Stacy, but it's a tiny dot in the middle of North Dakota. Um, not much there other than a handful of uh, great folks um, with the Ukrainian um, heritage, like my grandpa, uh, and signed up, went from uh, Little Wilton all the way over to uh, Japan, where he was uh, fighting in the war. And from that, he and my grandmother came back and continued that service. Uh, my grandmother was a nurse, uh, always looking to help people out, and they worked for decades at the industrial school, which is where they sent, uh, we might call them juvenile delinquents, but kids who had run a bit afoul of the law, needed some guidance, 
uh, needed some coaching, uh, needed a firm hand, which my grandma certainly had and my grandpa. Um, but they spent their whole careers uh, working for the state, working with these kids who um, needed needed uh, a little extra guidance there. And uh, that was what they did with their lives. And watching the people who came out after they passed this year, um, you know, especially me, someone in the middle of a career, an entrepreneur, building things, building a family. We all aspire to do great things. Uh, I was struck by the fact that what people remembered them for was their service, whether that was service in the military, service to the kids at the school, uh, service to their family. I mean, they had four children, uh, 16 grandchildren, and by the time they passed, eight great grandchildren. And wow. that was really their that was really their legacy. And so for me, it just resonated that. What a hero does isn't someone who's necessarily leading the charge. They aren't the person doing the great big things. They're the person who is facing down their fears and serving a bigger purpose than themselves. And that's something that I always saw in my grandparents who did it, uh, like I said, very humbly out in the, in the middle of the Great Plains, um, but uh, led extraordinary lives and uh, a legacy that lives on uh, today. Chris, uh, I- uh, that's... That- that's a great answer, uh, Stacey. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I just, I just, I just wanted to just say, you know what, what, what a fabulous thing. I got a lot of notes here, but Stacey, go ahead, go ahead with your question to Chris. That wasn't even a question. I just wanted to come in and, and tell him that you know, just from the stories that you've told us about the path that you've taken in your life and what you do, and then the story that you share about your grandparents, know that they're proud of you and you've carried their legacy well. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, one of the things, uh, Chris and Stacy, I, I, I listen to these stories too. You know, uh, Stacy and I just have a great time getting to uh, have great conversations with folks like yourself. And and what kind of goes through my mind sometimes is, well, how cool would it be to just see all of these lives, like your grandparents' lives, on a movie, so that mm. not just not just you and I. And Stacy, you're talking about it, but the world is actually seeing it, and 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 knowing that they could have that too, they could experience yeah. that as well. And, and and with that in mind, what, what kind of things? There was a lot of things passed on to you from them that you are in turn passing on to others. But just for our listeners, what are some of those specific things that you? really do want to pass on to others that has been passed on to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, boy. That's a, that's a great point. And it's, uh, I like your analogy of a movie because I always tell people and when I'm doing story training or helping people figure out how to use story, either their business pitches or job interviews or just in, in everyday life when they're doing presentations or themselves, is that everyone's got a great story. Some people don't think that they do, but everyone's got a volume of stories. And for me, when I think of a, a, a life well-lived is a great story. So I'm always telling my, the people I work with, my clients and businesses, live your best story, and that's really going to be your legacy in the end. And that's certainly what oh, my absolutely. grandparents – yeah, and uh, I think it's a good way to, to think about how you make decisions, like what's going to be the lasting legacy behind uh, like my grandparents did. Um, like I said, they were hardworking folks. 
I, I, I sing the praises of my grandma, but she would in turn sing the praises of my great-grandma, who I actually knew a little bit, who came over you know, from the Ukraine and worked really hard uh, as, a, as a single mother for a, a number of years and was too proud to take any assistance. Uh, I think I remember some stories about her having a cow in the backyard at one point. And uh, so that hard work and dedication, that's definitely something that they always exhibited, uh, never really complaining about anything. There's work that needs to be done. You got to do it. And so I, I certainly strive to um, to model that uh, for you know my daughter and uh, the children that we have uh, coming through uh, as we foster other kids that uh, there's no substitute for hard work even though you know we live in a digital age where there's life hacks and there's job hacks and there's hacks for everything but ultimately when it comes down to it there's no hack for uh, just putting in the work so i definitely got that from them for sure that is fantastic fantastic thanks for sharing that with us you're very welcome chris i've had a great time with you today listening to your story and there's such a passion in your voice when you talk about that service. So mm-hmm. as a family services specialist, thank you for your time and your dedication to foster children. It's a, it's a much-needed service that needs to be done with love. And so the fact that you take them into your home and, and you show them that love, thank you as a family services specialist for what you do. We spend a lot of time looking for good foster parents. Thank I love you. Yeah, you pass it. You you never know. Everybody has a story like you. When you talk about that story, I am a firm believer in teaching my classes that everybody has a story to write. And you look up, and we have let our career and our family and our world and social media write our story for us, and we just get up and play the role that they've laid out. And then one right. day, you look up and you go, "Wait a minute, this is my story." And you pick up the pen, write the story. How do you want it to read? What do you want people to read? Because as you said, that's your legacy, is the story that you leave behind. And uh, I'm a firm believer in your story, so that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Chris, you showed, oh, you shared you. so much. Like, boy, I have a whole page of notes, things that I've written down, and just, just pieces of information that you shared with us. So let's pretend this is your moment, and the world is your audience. What's your statement? Chris, what's your one-liner? What does your T-shirt say? Well, uh, thanks. It's um, hard to put everything down into one line, but I think it's uh, that's one of the beauties of a story. You kind of couch something in a story and people can carry it away with them the same that they can with their one line. Uh, and I've been thinking on it. My wife would tell me that uh, I have plenty of words, more than plenty of words most of the time. So trying to constrict <laughs> me to one, to one phrase is a Herculean task, uh, to say the least. But... I think it would come down to something that I've already alluded to and something that you talk about here is that um, you know, often when people are talking about how to act, they say, you know, don't be a hero. Don't go out there, just play your role, don't be a hero. And I think, again, that gets to what you were talking about, Stacey and Boyd, is that we have a misconception of what a hero really is. You know, someone who's trying to do it all by themselves, someone who's trying to do it for the glory. And again, if you look at what a hero has been through the ages, a hero is someone who's dedicated to a higher purpose and someone who is willing to work with allies, work with mentors, work with other people. That's what a real hero is. So I tell people, be the hero. 
live your best story. That would be my line. Be the hero and live your best story. Because if you're really being a hero, what you're doing is you're answering that call inside of you. You're facing down your fears, going through a transformation and facing whatever that ugly thing is, and then bringing those lessons back. And we do this over and over again if we have the courage to do it. And then living your best story is the result of that work. So what I tell people is to go ahead, take the plunge, be the hero, live your best story. I think that is a perfect T-shirt. I have had so much fun with this question. It just sort of came to my mind one day, and we decided to start using it. And we've had so much good fun with it. So we get the most beautiful statements. We get the most, the, the most powerful quotes that these people put on these T-shirts. But the stories behind them are powerful. Mm-hmm. And they're, so thank you for sharing them with us. I one day am going to have the coolest T-shirt wardrobe of anybody. <laughs> I'm going to have something to say every day, right? I'm so excited about it. So thank you again for sharing it with us. And I can't think of a better way. Go ahead. I can't think of a better way, Chris, to close out this day and to close out this conversation than to let you take the stage. How would you like to end? What would you say to our audience in your final words? Oh, first of all, I just want to say thanks again for this opportunity. It is connecting with other people that really makes whatever your journey is uh, a worthwhile. Um, we have so much opportunity, so much uh, ability to connect with other folks in the palm of our hand, but too often we use it to isolate and be uh, individuals. And so thanks for the chance to connect. And what I would encourage folks to do is to listen to whatever that call is. And first, uh, it takes you know, some time to get quiet. I was a very busy, uh, very outgoing, uh, very busy mind for many, many years. And it wasn't until I got quiet that I was able to hear that voice inside and follow that voice. And so I would say answer that call of whatever is calling you. Face those fears and continue your quest because it's the everyday uh, heroes are the people who get up and do it every single day. You'll have your moment of glory. You'll have your moment of transformation. You'll have your moment, but the journey is about doing it every single day. So continue your quest and you will get to where you want to go and places that you never even imagined. We hope that today's show has heroified you until we meet again. Go out into the world and be an everyday hero. Everyday heroes are ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Proud sponsors of Everyday Heroes, the podcast, are The Hero Builder. Let's make a difference in our youth and build some heroes. Enlighten up. Enlightening your path from where you are to where you want to be. And AOS, the Athlete of Significance. Coaches don't recruit success, they recruit significance. If you know an everyday hero that we need to talk to or would like more information on Everyday Heroes, the podcast, or any of our sponsors, you can reach us on the web at everydayheroespodcast.info.